And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. Bellator is rumored to be going back to the Big Apple in June, just as they did a couple years ago. As a matter of fact, I remember that pay-per-view vividly because it was my Father's Day gift to myself. Chael Sonnen headlined that card at MSG, and he's supposed to do it again, brother, this time against Lyoto Machida. Now, in the previous pay-per-view when he headlined, he took on another Brazilian champion, that time his heated foe, Vandalay Silva. Don't know that there's much heat here, but Chell has a way of stirring things up and always makes it interesting. Now, speaking of Bellator, former UFC heavyweight champ Josh Barnett signed with them this week and did so on Ariel's show. Put pen to paper right there in the studio. Now, I'm not sure if that was the first, but it was definitely notable. This might become a thing now as many fighters go on the show to break news about signing with new organizations. Josh asked for his release from the UFC after he showed that his failed USADA test was due to a tainted supplement, not him intentionally cheating. He had to go through quite a bit to prove that he was innocent of what he was being convicted of or what he was being charged with and he was just like look I I don't have enough time in my life to uh, possibly have to fight over these things I had to sit out way too long and I don't want that to happen again so he took his talents to Bellator and this was after sitting out a year upon getting his release now another heavyweight who will be signing with a new organization is Ruslan Magomedov. Like Barnett, he too ran afoul of USADA, except he did it three times and got a lifetime ban. I mean, even folks like his teammate, the captain of AKA, UFC champ, heavyweight champ, Daniel Cormier said that no one needs a double. He's had to deal with doping in both of John Jones, or I shouldn't say both, but two of John Jones' failed drug tests. Now, Ruslan refused to take his last test, and that was really the final straw between he, USADA, and the UFC. With the bodybuilder type of heavyweights they have on the KSW roster, I wouldn't be surprised if he landed there, or some of the other Eastern European organizations. Now it seems like we can't go a week without Conor McGregor making headlines. He hasn't fought all year, but he's making headlines. Habib said that Conor was acting like a jealous wife when he commented on Conor's so-called retirement. He said, I don't think he's finished. Conor acts like a jealous wife who says, I'll leave all the time, but then comes back. Speaking of wives, Connor later posted a picture from Habib's wedding and called Habib's wife a towel. Until seeing the deleted picture, I really didn't get it. 
she had a full veil on that from a distance resembled a terry cloth now if you zoomed in you see that it was ornately stitched it was really a thing of wonder seeing as the eagle does not appreciate jokes about his customs or religion that was another dig that just stoked the fires of their feud his manager ali jumped in and the magomedov echoed him saying that you are insulting all the followers of Islam, anywhere between 1.6 and 1.5 billion, depending on whose numbers you're using, but still a whole lot of people that he's offending with the statement. Habib piled on him, calling him a rapist multiple times via social media, a claim that the New York Times shined light on just last week. Now, Dana stepped in and said that the UFC was in contact with both camps as things had gone too far. So then I see this tweet by McGregor, which says, and I quote, I want to move forward with my fans of all faiths and all backgrounds. All faiths challenge us to be our best selves. It's one world and one for all heart emoji. Now see you in the octagon. Come on. I mean, it's obvious this was a PR spin mandated by the brass of Vegas. As someone looking to build a spirits empire, offending people is bad for business, even if you're offending those who don't use your product. Kareem Zidane wrote a piece for Bloody Elbow on the impact of this specific Twitter beef and said that it was Islamophobia. He actually used that in the headlines of it. Now, I found what Connor did to be highly disrespectful but I didn't know enough about the situation to say that it was phobic and I know people throw phobia around a lot these days but after doing some research and finding out more about the hijab and how for a female follower of Islam it's mandatory that it's worn I can understand how it can be seen as phobic because it strikes at the heart of what they believe if it's a female follower of Islam she's supposed to wear hijab that's what uh, that's what their, their beliefs are that's what's written now something in the article that I didn't think about was that this comes on the heels of the Christchurch shooting in New Zealand I mean things are bad enough and you got this crazy man over in New Zealand live streaming himself killing people in a place of worship horrible 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 act and you're doing something else that puts down the very people that were just slaughtered about a week ago now another revelation in this article uh, is that calling Habib's wife a towel is a play on a slur regarding women who wear hijab didn't know that um, I've heard the term used before for people who wear turbans, but not for those who wear hijab. And getting that information from an expert's view was so eye-opening, so educational, which really is important in this situation because hatred is often birthed out of ignorance. That's why taking time to know and understand others is vital to tearing down the walls to separate us. As an ordained Christian minister, I find prejudice, bigotry, and hatred deplorable. 
It doesn't matter who it's aimed at or what their beliefs are. God is love. And the only thing he says he hates is sin. So if you're doing something that degrades another person, that's wrong. It's wrong. It's two left shoes. Thank God that we all receive some grace. But you also reap what you sow. You can't keep doing crazy stuff and expect that nothing's going to happen grateful for grace but you're not supposed to frustrate grace hopefully we can see the seeds of true love sown in our world so that we can reap the fruit that it produces all right let's close this out with the prayer list you know your man voice has to uh, throw that in whenever he gets an opportunity and prayer list this time is for the family friends and teammates of brazilian bantamweight mateus fernandez who died at the age of 22 after complications following his fight on saturday march 30th the camp that fernandez trained out of in brazil was a social project that helps drug addicts through the martial arts His team said that after the weigh-in, some of the uh, people that he trained with that stayed in the uh, same dorms and and places that he stayed said that after weigh-ins, he started using again. And according to the reports from the coroner, uh, they cite uh, overdose as his cause of death, not anything necessarily related to the fight itself. So definitely praying for uh, the family, friends, and loved ones of Mr. Fernandez uh, I salute that camp that social project that's looking to help people find a way out through the martial arts and I pray that they are successful in helping as many people as possible up next some sweet science conversation in the old one too All right, what's up with it? This is Man Man, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked, baby. Time to go between the ropes and into the squared circle for the old one, two. In an article by Ring Magazine's Michael Woods, Bob Arum spit game about the current landscape of boxing and what matches can be made. He said, Wilder is managed by Al Heyman and Shelly Finkel advises him. He fights on Show and Fox, Show being Showtime. Therefore, he's eligible to fight in the U.S. to fight Tyson Fury and Fury fights on ESPN and they all can do a joint distribution deal. It'd be on pay-per-view in the U.S. and that's the biggest source of money there will be. Anthony Joshua is messed up. He used some other colorful words, but, you know, your man of voice uh, doesn't speak like that. But anyway, he's messed up with Eddie Hearn. He can only do fights on the zone, and they can't do pay-per-view. They're a dedicated streaming service. Joshua's out in the cold. He can't fight Wilder or Fury. If Joshua remains with the zone, it's as simple as that. No name-calling is how the fighters are tied up. It doesn't have anything to do with Al Heyman blocking it. Now at welterweight, Crawford won't fight Spence because Heyman won't allow it. In this case, the three players, it's relatively simple. 
until Joshua extricates himself from Dazone and Hearn. I say that because it's one and the same. He has to fight other competition like Big Baby Miller. And guys like that. That's what Heyman and Finkel explained to Wilder. And that caused Wilder to turn down Dazone. If he signed that way, he would be limited to the streaming service and couldn't transition to pay-per-view. Now, John Skipper would argue that the future is not with pay-per-view, it's with streaming, that money can be made streaming. I'm not saying that argument is totally fallacious, but that isn't reasonable, or it isn't a reasonable argument now. Five or ten years from now, who knows? But now, big money is still with pay-per-view. If you talk to Joshua, or I should say, if you talk Joshua against Wilder or Fury, the money is what the zone puts into it. It's not real money. It's artificial money. Real money is pay-per-view. That's the public voting with their pocket. Now, I get what Aram is saying, but I have to disagree a tad because, yes, the public is voting with their pocket, and they're voting with their pocket if they are subscribing to the zone. Obviously, with the ESPN deal, he's got a vested interest in that model, which includes a Bud Crawford upcoming pay-per-view with Amir Khan, who fights for matchroom boxing and was DAZN's first fight that they showed in the U.S. They showed it on Facebook. Um, so you can't say that being signed to DAZN doesn't mean that you can't go and do other things. As a matter of fact, I want to say there's another fighter under the matchroom umbrella that's fighting on that ESPN pay-per-view. So, eh, I don't know about that. Anyway, with a new pay scale that DAZN just launched, I'm sure that there's money in it if the fighter were to drive in subscriptions for the fight. I'm sure that's how Canelo's is set up because they said that this was this much guaranteed but then there were other incentives so come on Bob, Bob I think you're spinning this a bit much your way obviously because this is the world of boxing according to Aaron and with so many fights on and under the ESPN banner he actually better hope that he's wrong as a majority of his fights are shown through the streaming service Speaking of streaming services and boxing, Fight Pass has expanded their boxing portfolio, adding Lou DeBella's Broadway Boxing Series. The first broadcast is Wednesday, April 10th at 10, or I should say at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, and features Ivan the Volk Golov, who's 15-1 with 12 KOs, fighting out of the Ukraine facing the U.S. foe. Manuel Alejandro El Chino Reyes, who's 11-4 and 1 with 5 KOs. Now, if this article by BoxingScene.com is true, fight fans, we very well may have some face punching this week. And I'll be so happy to see that because I haven't seen anything on any of the streaming services or anyone else that's saying that they're going to be fights this week but supposedly a deal was struck between MTK Global and Top Rank to broadcast fights on ESPN Plus now I checked 
ESPN Plus to see whether or not this fight was listed and I didn't see it doesn't mean it won't happen but I just didn't see it so uh, the jury's still out from that perspective if this happens on ESPN Plus though it's supposed to be 12.30 Eastern Time uh, on Friday the 5th of April which I'm recording this at that time but anyway uh, supposed to be headlined by Aliu Bamedele Lucky Boy Basasi, who's 12 and 0 with 8 KOs, fighting out of Nigeria. He'll face Ricardo Blandon, who's 10 and 1 with 6 KOs. On the line in the fight is a vacant WBC International Super Flyweight belt. Also on this card, you got John Joe Joyce's cousin, who's also an Olympian, fighting out of Ireland, David Oliver Joyce. He's 9 and 0 with 7 knockouts. He's facing Stephen Tiffany, who's 10 and 1 with 4 KOs for the vacant WBO European featherweight strap. And that's a 10 round affair. All right, fight fans, that does it for the old 1 2. Up next, the official results. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Damo, from the MTMV Sports Podcast Network, here to tell you about the most dangerous wrestling podcast around, The Outsider's Edge, hosted by myself, my homie Jay Kells, and my homie Sam Blackwell, bringing you the latest and greatest in the world of pro wrestling. So no matter what device you're using, what platform you're on, we've got something for you. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Republic, the Anchor app, or Spotify. Whatever device you're using, whatever platform of your choice, look us up at MTMV Sports, My Team, My Voice, Sports Podcast Network, and look up the Outsider's Edge. And if you don't, we hitting you with a bionic elbow out this mug. Yeah. This has been episode 85 of the MTMV main card. And if the Lord says the same, I'll be back at it again next week. Friday night fights has something on fight pass. Obviously on Friday, hence the name Friday night fights and fight nights global will be on the zone on Saturday morning. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you tell a friend about MTMV sports. You can subscribe to and review us on your favorite audio platforms. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Anchor.fm, just to name a few. Also, feel free to hit us up on the socials, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. It's all the same. MTMV Sports on everything. Sports fans rejoice. My team my voice and until next time it's your man the voice host of the mtmv main card and i'm sounding off